Hi everybody, Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio. I hope you're doing well. So a large number of you have asked me to comment on an article entitled 15 Reasons to Date a Single Mom and as your Princess Leia costumed, well-oiled, on my knees, philosophical slave to you, the audience, I will do my best to take on this very exciting topic. So without further ado, here are 15, count them, 15 reasons to date a single mom. Number one, she's no wimp. Single moms are tough and independent. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not even close. Uh, single moms rely on massive amounts of forced government transfers to just stay afloat. Uh, from rent control to subsidized housing to SNAP uh, to, um, to food stamps to welfare payments to alimony to child support, you name it. They are grabbing things left, right, and center. The um, United States debt uh, is about $18 trillion, and about a trillion dollars a year is spent on welfare, and the vast majority of that basically goes to single moms. And so if you like the national debt, Thank a single mom for me, will you? Because she's just doing wonderful. Uh, they're not tough and independent. They consume tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars of government resources while contributing very little, if anything, in the realm of taxation. So they're not tough and independent unless you think a leech or a parasite is a tough and independent being. Without its host, it tends to not do very well. This is not to mention the fact that single moms send their kids to government schools. Government schools are, schools are paid for by taxation, primarily property taxes, which single moms don't really pay. So it's just another way in which they're hanging off the government teeth while claiming to be tough and independent. No. Number two, she's already a great mom. And, if you, and weren't you looking for someone who would be a great mother? Look no further. In fact, look further. Uh, there's no possibility that single moms as a whole can be considered great moms. To be a single mother, I'm speaking in generalities here, there are exceptions, but so what? Some people smoke like chimneys and don't die of lung cancer. It doesn't mean we should smoke. Some people drink and drive and come home alive, as the Billy Joel song says, but doesn't mean that we should drink and drive. So forget all of the exceptions. We're talking about the general trends. Single moms are terrible, terrible parents as a whole. Statistically, there is no single better predictor of a negative or terrible outcome for a child than that he was raised by a single mother. It's worse than being in a minority. It's worse than being poor. It's worse than living in a disadvantaged neighborhood. The single most negative factor for a child's outcome is to be raised by a single mother. Single moms are terrible, terrible, terrible parents. They consume massive amounts of resources. They're entitled. They tend to clamor for more. And their offspring tend to cause a lot of social problems, much higher rates of delinquency, crime, drug addiction, uh, abuse uh, characteristics, promiscuity, and single mothers reproduce like bacteria in a petri dish because they produce children who tend to become single mothers as well. So basically, they are a blight and a plague upon society, which is why, until the welfare state, society put a huge amount of resources into trying to prevent the formulation of single mother households. Now, it could be true that single dads are also equally toxic to children, but there's so few of them, it hasn't really been studied. But uh, single motherhood is the most dangerous environmental toxin for children to be around. So she is not a great mom because a great mom has a father for her children. That's called being a great mom. What you found is a woman who has had sex with a man who's bad as a parent, right? So she's chosen the wrong guy to have children with because there's really only <laughs> a couple of possibilities. She, I mean, and we're not counting, don't, don't talk to me about widows. Widows are functionally the same as uh, dual parents when it comes to um, how their children turn out. A single mom means somebody who's uh, not married or divorced and not cohabiting with the um, father of her child. 
So either it's a great woman who chose a really bad man, in which case she can't be a great woman because she chose to have children with a really bad man, thus exposing those children to the environmental toxin known as single motherhood. Or she's a really terrible woman who chose a terrible man, in which case, hey, if you get involved with her, there's going to be a creepy, vile, violent ex floating around who's going to be really angry that you're the new dad to his difficult children. Or she is a terrible woman who chose a great guy, in which case, he can't be that great a guy because he had kids with a terrible woman. Basically, she's just a very, very bad decision maker. And uh, why is that? Well, uh, because uh, if you have kids in your marriage, your IQ is about 101, slightly above average. If you're divorced or separated, 97.8. And if you're unmarried, your IQ is a whoppingly low 93.6. That's for men. For women, uh, it is pretty much the same. Married, 101.3. Divorced, separated, 98.7. Unmarried women, the same as unmarried men, who are parents, 93.6. So a good reason to not date a single mom is that they're not very smart, which is why they're single moms to begin with. And given that intelligence has a significant genetic component, it means that her kids and any kids you have with her are likely to be a little bit below the curve as a whole. There are exceptions. I myself was raised by a single mother. And people think somehow that this doesn't give me authority on it. I don't know, if I'm not allowed to speak about the ghetto because I wasn't raised in the ghetto and I'm not allowed to speak about single moms because I was raised by and surrounded by single moms, well, I think that's really a bit of a double standard. Number three, she's incredibly patient but doesn't have a lot of tolerance for bad behavior. She'll be good for you. Ah, uh, if she didn't have a lot of tolerance for bad behavior, she'd still be married to the father of her child. Because either the father of her child was a really great guy and she left him because she's mean and selfish and petty and doesn't care about the uh, outcomes for her children, or uh, he, she is also, he's a terrible guy and she left, she had children with a terrible guy and left him because he was a terrible guy, in which case she doesn't have a lot of tolerance for bad behavior, except she's willing to have sex and procreate with it. So that's kind of the ultimate genetic yes to any behavior, right? Anyone you have sex with, you're promoting that whole gene pool and all of that. So. Um, the idea that she's just uh, really great at uh, all of this stuff and really wonderful at uh, not tolerating bad behavior. Wow, that's all complete nonsense. Number four, she doesn't play games. She doesn't have time to just fool around. She takes her relationship seriously. Really? If she took her relationship seriously, why is she not together with the father of her children? That to me would be a slightly more important relationship to take seriously than some beta orbiting the accessible vaginas of the well-trod pathway of single motherhood. No, she uh, doesn't play games. I don't even know what that means. She doesn't have time to just fool around. That's right. She is a mom. She's incredibly busy. She's not going to be very available to you. There will be a time when you're dating when she'll get her friends and family to take the kids off her hands as much as possible to pretend that she's all cool and together and fine. She'll also do a lot probably to hide her desperate financial situation, but the reality will come in if and when she gets her legal hooks and tentacles into you, in which case, welcome to a few decades worth of baby jail. Number five, she'll only keep you around if the relationship is a good thing for both her and her kids. You won't have to guess if she's into you. So some random low-rent guy orbiting a single mom for the sake of easy vagina that is uh, really important to keep around because it's good for her and the kids. But the father of her children, eh, ah, disposable. Throw on the Cuisinart. We're getting, we're getting rid of that guy. So um, if she really was concerned about relationships good for both her and her kids, well, she would have had children with a good man who would have stuck around. Six, single moms are easy to pamper. 
they don't get breaks very often. Hint, hint. Uh, it's true. Being a single mom is a lot of work, no question. And uh, it's their own fault because unless they were raped, they pretty much chose to have sex. And when you have sex, guess what? It's a big people's game that makes real people. They come out of you like clowns out of a car in a circus. And so everybody knows this and the fact that she had unprotected sex. And of course, every woman who gets pregnant out of wedlock or without a committed man says, I was on 19 different kinds of birth control. I must have been taken up by space aliens and impregnated through my nose with a squid tentacle. It's like, nope, I've seen the statistics. You are risking it every single time. And so uh, they're easy to pamper. They don't get very often hint in. Yes, go and pamper a single mom because you see, it's your fault. She made a really bad decision and had children with the wrong guy and that guy is no longer around uh, and she has this uh, mess to to take care of it's a real shame but of course everyone knows every mom knows how to get pregnant and how to have kids and it's not like there's a shortage of decent men around uh, she just chose to go for the bad boy alpha the good looking guy the bad boy the dangerous lone wolf who's gone and um yeah i guess they're easy to pamper but uh you know who else is easy to pamper people in jail <laughs> um Seven, she's loyal and is fiercely protective of her little brood. Uh, wouldn't loyalty mean that she stays with the father of her children because that's what her children really want and that's what's best for her children? If you're fiercely protective of your little brood, why would you have sex with a guy who didn't stick around? Either he was a terrible guy and ran off or he was a good guy and you drove him off. Either way, it doesn't look good for you and it's not being protective of your little brood. Eight, she can articulate what she wants and needs from a relationship. Really? Really, I've got a good way for a woman to articulate what she needs and wants from a relationship. Hey, sperm donor, I'd like to have children. I would like your sperm to make new people because I would like to retire in some comfort. And Social Security is a pay-as-you-go scheme. We need new parasites. We need new people we can parasite off when we get old. So, hey, sperm donor, let's make babies, but let's find out if we love each other, share the same values, are mature, are committed, can work out disputes, can resolve things in a peaceful, productive, and mature manner. And only then, and only then, and only then, and after then, do we decide to maybe commit together. Maybe it's getting married, or maybe it's just making a commitment among friends. And then we find out if we can live together, and then we make sure our finances are intact. And then, and only then, once we know we're compatible, committed to each other, share the same values, and love each other till death do us part, only then will we embark on the quarter-century adventure of making new human beings who are incredibly dependent upon a stable, positive, and healthy environment. That would be articulating what you want and need from a relationship. I had sex with a bad boy. I made babies. And now I must rifle through the pockets of every single productive taxpayer in the known universe so that I can stay afloat. Because I can articulate what I want and need in a relationship. You know what I can articulate what I need, want to need in a relationship with single moms is please stay out of my wallet. I've been responsible. I got married before I had children. I'm with my wife. We've been together for 14 years. We're absolutely happy together. We have a stable home environment that's very peaceful for my daughter. That and what I want from a, a single mother is please stay the hell out of my wallet. You made your choices. You made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. You can rely on charity. You can get close to your friends and neighbors. You can go and get what you need from elsewhere. You can even ask me for the money. But the moment you come with the tax man and a whole lot of guns to take my money at gunpoint, my sympathy dips just a little bit, lady. Nine, single moms are both practical and fun. There's no room for diva behavior. Really? No room for diva behavior. Um, if you really want to see diva, diva behavior, 
try making single moms financially responsible for their own bad decisions. Let's cut some welfare benefits. Let's see if there's any diva behavior coming out of the single moms. If maybe you have to co-pay for a little bit of doctor time, or maybe you have to chip in a little bit for the school that everyone else is forced to pay for for your kids. Let's see if there's any diva behavior in that situation. And if they are practical and fun, why is the father of their children not around? See, if they're so great, if they're so absolutely wonderful and so great, why has the father of their children run away? Now, either the father of the children has completely absconded and is not paying any child support, in which case, welcome to the crypto clause of the single mother raking money out of your pockets and taking half your testicle with you, or he is a guy who's literally paying a thousand or two thousand or three thousand dollars a month to not be with her. That's how much he really dislikes her. He's willing to not be with his children, which is very painful for, for men, of course, and for women. He's willing to not be with his children, and he's willing to pay thousands of dollars to not be with her. See, it's one thing if the restaurant is empty. It's another thing if people are paying $2,000 a month to not eat at the restaurant because it's tasty and fun. No, she's actually $2,000 or so not worth dating because that's how much guys are willing to pay to stay away. So, yeah. She's no longer a party girl, but a fun night out is still very welcome. Okay, so once she was a party girl, she got drank, she got drunk, she banged guys. Uh, basically, you know how you walk down and you high-five a whole bunch of hands out when you score a winning touchdown? It was like that for her in her teens and 20s, but with penises. And it wasn't her hand she was slapping them with. So she went down, uh, slapped a whole bunch of penises, and got pregnant. So she was a party girl with very low standards, who had low self-esteem, and could only be attractive to men if she was willing to offer them sex, because that just says quality like nothing else. So she's no longer a party girl. And you know why she's no longer a party girl? Because the effects of her being a party girl have caught up with her. And so now that she's had her fun with the bad boys and wouldn't date you because you weren't a mean enough or bad enough or drunk enough or beating enough or negative enough or unstable enough or unemployed enough or whatever guy, because you weren't a bad enough guy, she wouldn't have sex with you when you were young. But now that she's got kids, she needs to latch onto you because the bad boys aren't around. Do you really, really want that to raise the brood of the bad boys who are likely going to be following the genetic patterns of the mom and the dad? Oh, what fun that's going to be. Not only are you going to bungee in as a new dad, but you're going to bungee in in the most difficult parenting situation known to mankind with another dad floating around, maybe looking at you through seamy, squinty, unemployed eyes. Lots of time on his hands to make your life difficult. So, uh, yeah, she's no longer a party girl. Uh, and you get the hangover. Mmm, tasty. Uh, number 11, she's selfless, you see. I would actually kind of agree with that. She probably doesn't have much of an identity. Single moms put others' needs before their own. Really? Really? Again, I must orbit back and return to this basic, central, challenging problem. Children need a father. Society is currently dying on the altar of single motherhood. Uh, and children need a father. And so if you're putting other people's needs before your own, then you should have chosen a better father or worked it out with the one you had. Because the children need a father and putting their needs ahead of your own means find some way to work it out with the dad. Now, if you just married some completely unrepentant crazy, then you're putting your own needs before your future children's needs. In other words, he's so hot, he's sweaty, and he's got so many tattoos, it just makes my nipples go boing. So you just basically followed idiotic, immature, bonobo-style lust and that was satisfying your own needs in the moment, and then your children get a lifetime of growing up without a father. 
or a father who's in jail, or a father who's mean, or a father who's absent, or a father who's unreliable, in which case their hearts get broken regularly. They're basically like a blade of grass with a lawnmower passing back and forth over them approximately every four and a half minutes. Their hearts get shattered, their souls get broken, their trust in men gets destroyed, and hey, we get to deal with them when they grow up as a society. Thanks, single moms. Wasn't that worth it for that one great sweaty bonobo bang? I hope it was. So the idea that single moms put other, ne other people's needs before their own and have children without a father is completely wrong. <sighs> 13. You'll get to take part in adventures to amusement parks, the zoo, and the park. Bonus. You'll have an excuse to play with toys. <laughs> I can get my own Xbox if I want one. I pretty much can pick up my own toys. And kids' toys are actually really dull. Really, really boring. Hey, look, it's Hungry Hippos. Let's stamp randomly and hope the ball rolls into the right place. Oh, wait, that's actually the single mom's early 20s. But um, that is uh, completely ridiculous. You'll have an excuse to play with toys. <laughs> Let me tell you, single moms, if you have... You know, this George Costanza, Jelly, Jenny, uh, Jerry Seinfeld duo of guys you're thinking of dating who really, really want to play with toys, you might want to put them back on the leash and send them back to their handler because they're probably not going to be very good parents. 14. She's adaptable. She knows that life doesn't always go as planned and has learned how to make the best of it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Uh, you know, that's true. Sometimes, like, you want to go downtown and you want to score some really great cocaine and the dealer's not around. And sometimes you just have to, like, improvise. Life doesn't always go as planned. You've learned to make the best of it. You know, you'll, you'll take some substandard stuff mixed up with baby talc or whatever and just, you know, snort it off the hood of a car in a parking lot because, you know, you just want to be adaptable. And life doesn't always go as planned. And learn how to make the best of it. Oh. Fifteen. Single moms can do it all, but are super appreciative of a helping hand. Woo-ha. With kindness and acts of service. Service. Well, that's, of course... The reality, we must all kneel before the irresponsible vagina echo chamber of single moms are wonderful. Because, what, they, they can do it all? Well, if they can do it all, why the hell have their hands in my pockets with this crypt keeper clawing? You know, I used to have this, uh, uh, I don't know if they're still around, this, um, uh, you, it would store your change, right? And, and it was like a coffin. You put the coin, you push a button, and a hand comes out and claws the coin back into the little coffin. Sometimes the hand was like glow in the dark. It was kind of cool. But that's basically my money and single moms. Dead hand coming out, clawing away. Except uh, if only it were coins, it wouldn't be so bad. But it's in the tens of thousands of dollars a year. And so, no, they can't do it all. They can't do it all at all. And, um, of course, they're super appreciative of a helping hand. Absolutely. Uh, if, if I am uh, a drug addict, I'm super appreciative of people giving me money. Doesn't mean I should be given money. So, uh, acts of service. Why on earth should we serve, in general, low, intelligent, irresponsible, terrible, terrible parents? We should not be serving them. We should be telling them that we should be saying to their kids, I'm really sorry that you got raised in such a horrible, irresponsible environment. It's not your fault. Uh, and, of course, the reality is every time you think about cutting benefits to single moms, they basically hold their children up as human shields. But the children! Which really is not so much being a parent as it is being a hostage taker uh, and holding children for ransom. You give me money or the, the kid's going to get hungry. Mm, maybe you shouldn't be a mom. So yeah, there's something fundamental about single moms too. And I've got the dangers of dating a single mom on this uh, channel. So you can, of course, uh, check it out if you want. But 
you know, dudes, it's your genes. <laughs> Evolution works because you care about your own genes. So the idea that you're going to take all of your resources, all of your resources for a couple of kids, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars and untold amounts of time and energy. The idea that you're going to take all the resources that you've earned and pour it into a sub substandard gene set of, of irresponsibility, of lower intelligence, of emotional denialism, because all of this is, uh, hey, penis happened to me by accident. It's just a wild case of immaculate conception. I can't believe I have to bathe these kids. They should be able to dance on the water. So have some respect for your own gene set. Have some respect for the, your children. Go and have your children with a good woman. A woman who is um, without children is much likely to be more intelligent than a woman with children because, of course, one of the marks of low intelligence is a lack of impulse control, which is another reason why single moms tend to be so bad. And another reason why there's this terrible eugenics going on at the moment where we're giving the most resources to, to the people who should have the fewest children. I'm not saying anybody should intervene in it, but we've basically got this eugenics going on where we're taxing the intelligent people to subsidize the breeding of the less intelligent people. And gosh, society is getting worse and presidential speeches are getting dumber and there's more appeals to emotion and there's less sense of uh, uh, anxiety about foreign debt and nobody understands foreign policy anymore. Hey, look, we're breeding sheep and we live in a world of wolves. I wonder what's going to happen to us in the long run. So for more on this, you can go and check out uh, the dangers of dating a single mother on this channel. Uh, I look forward to your responses. Please type your outrage into the uh, comments below. Single moms, please run a spell checker. It really helps your case. Uh, so put all the comments, like, subscribe, uh, share. I look forward to the tidal, rage of, uh, a tidal wave of outrage. And uh, thanks so much for watching. This is Stefan Molyneux for Free Domain Radio.